with your girl Shonique Sneed, where you get to hear the story behind the stories. Alrighty then. I'm, I'm smiling already because I'm looking at one of my favorite people and he's smiling, so I'm smiling. Um, I want to welcome everybody to Show Business Podcast. We're here with your girl Shonique Sneed and I have an amazing guest today. Um, he is so eclectic in how he lives his life. He is extremely talented, one of the most creative people I know, and one of the most intelligent and smart people I know. And it's rare to be able to find someone who has a science brain along with a creative brain, put those two together, and can still party at the end of the night. It's just like he's got all the best of the world all wrapped up into one of my favorite people, Kevin Maher. Yay! <laughs> You know me better than I know me. I love that. <laughs> well, I want you to let everybody know a little bit more about you because um, even though I just introduced you in my way, I would love for the listeners to know your full name, government name is what okay. I'm calling it, okay. stage name, um, and nickname. Okay. Um, full name is Kevin Lawrence Maher. Lawrence is my dad's name. Oh. So my older brother was named Lawrence, and then me and my little brothers have Lawrence as our middle name. I never knew that. Yeah. Oh, that's a great story. Yeah. So, um, and then no, uh, no dance name. Mm-hmm. Although one time when I was younger, I made a joke with a friend. Um, that if I had a dance name, it would be Pyro. Pyro. Every time I see him, he goes, "What's up, Pyro?" Yeah. But just so funny because it is kind of like I can see that being like Pyro because it's like a um a very what's the word um it has to go on the right exact time and then it explodes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or it's no good. Like that's yeah. that's when I first came to LA, everybody had a dance name. They I was did. Like, well, I'm pretty plain. So yeah. I don't know. We just toyed around with that, but it never went. I got you. But well, Kevin Maher, I mean, that's that's a dance name to me. Like people know you as Kevin Maher. Except people still don't know how to pronounce my last name. Oh, what do they say? They'll say Mar, like Bill Mar, oh. or Maher, So I'll tell them to cut the syllables, Maher. That's a trip. I would have never. It's funny because naturally, I feel like I would say that. Okay, Thank Mayo, May or John Mayo. That's M A Y. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, got it. So, and then I call you Kev. Yeah. Does everybody call you Kev? Uh-huh. Not really. Kev. Uh, what's, your, what's your family just, call you? Just call me Mother. Oh, uh, really? they, they say Kevin. My family says Kevin. They say Kevin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. How did we meet? Ooh, how did we meet? Yeah. Um, I want to say you asked for my number at an Aaliyah tribute performance, and I was oh. dancing with. Maybe Jason Wright or somebody, and you and Lissette did a piece, and you guys were like, "Hey, you're new," and this and this, and I was like, "Wow, I'm so I'm so inspired, so honored." And then I just hopped around into your class all the time, ah. and then um, and then the real connection was when I crashed that Missy audition for <laughs> uh, Black Guys Only, and I, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna I'm gonna go," and yeah. then you 
push for me, Passion made me go again and again. I got it. And then I think that built like dance trust. Mm-hmm. And then that also kind of helped us uh, have more time to hang out. Yep. And then we started doing jobs together and then hanging out together. And then the hangouts became more important than dance. They sure did. And then it was more so like, um, also, uh, we both like have a, good timing and our timing ended up to be like holiday time mm-hmm. so then you and I started saying it's that time of the year yeah, that's right <laughs> yeah, I'll get drunk and go out yeah, yeah. so yeah it just that's what we so we're also here in LA when everyone's days. gone we're the only ones here <laughs> I have a birthday that's true you're here yeah. absolutely okay best memory it could be with us or just show business something that pops in your head best memory ooh um well, off the top of my head, just from what happened recently at the VMAs was uh, when I did book that one crash call because mm-hmm. of you for Missy, I that was my number one dance goal. And that was in 2003. Mm-hmm. And that was the VMAs with Get Your Freak On. And wow, yes. I, I was able to dance with the best of the best, doing the the number one artist of my goals. And I, I was really young into yeah. the career, but that Absolutely. was my number one goal. And I accomplished it with your help. So that was a, one of the biggest moments for me. That's amazing. And you were a part of it, so oh thank you. Oh my gosh! <laughs> What's the, um, okay, so hometown, since we're already talking about that. Hometown, what you love about it, don't like about it, and then a hometown-like <laughs> song that you think reps the city. Okay, well there's a lot of songs because I was born in Hollywood on, um, and Kaiser on Sunset. Yeah, I think Lissette was born there too. I think Kaiser on Sunset. Oh my yeah. god! Hollywood songs there, but I, I don't remember yeah. growing up there. I grew up in West Covina, suburb where West Covina is kind of popping right now. There's mm-hmm. like a, like the labs out there, and a lot of the cool dancers come from there. And like right, yeah. um, Christine Dugler and Galzarate, you know, like you know, they all there's a lot of cool people yeah, that come from that area. Covina, yeah, right. West Covina, um, uh, and then going out that way to San Bernardino or Inland Empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's where my family was. And then um, going to LA was kind of like uh, forbidden. We were, you know, Catholic raised, uh, private school, um, no time for anything artistic right. unless it was a class that we were taking. Gotcha. Um, so that, that was one thing that I didn't like about my hometown. And, and everyone stayed in it. Everyone loved it. They, they, they did um, the same course, same high school, same college, yeah. uh, stayed in the same area and feel very at home. And I was itching right away, like maybe uh, seventh grade. I was wow. Like, I need to go to a high school that's hard to get into and get a scholarship, so mm-hmm. I did. And I went to one in Rosemead, um, Don Bosco Technical Institute. And uh, and then from there, I was like, I want to go to New York. I want to, I'm itching to move. The last thing I want to do is stay in West Covina. Right. So that was kind of what got so how, about me. how old were you then when you went to move to New York from West Covina? Uh, at 18. Oh, gotcha, yeah. so okay. Slap in the face. <laughs> yeah. And so this, you were there for how long? I stayed till I was 21. So training there, and this is when you met Rhapsody, right? Yes. Okay, got it. Yes. Basically, was the one that guided you in yeah. dance yeah. to the next, to the, yeah, yeah. Okay. The universe brought us together at the same time, at the same audition. We were both auditioning for Culture Shock New York. Oh, wow. And Culture so, Shock. Shout out Culture Shock. Yeah. Hey, we've all somehow, way, trained, taught, or run by Culture Shock. Culture Shock has saved many people, <laughs> including me. Yeah, totally. And I auditioned for Culture Shock LA when I was like 
17 and learning that I love dance, and I got cut immediately. Oh, wow. I was like, wow, oh, this hurts so bad. But I, I wasn't good. Yeah, right. I just right. loved it. <laughs> right, and then, right. And when I got to New York, um, it, it worked out. And uh, me and Rhapsody made it at the same time. We made our own little uh, circle. I made a, you know, our little dance band in New York. Um, and a lot of those people became successful and helped us. And then we help other people. And so it's just been a really nice memory starting from Culture Shop New York. I love that. Um, what is, what? so what's the song? Can you think of a song? Or try to think of a song that you think reps the city? It could be Hollywood or it could be L.A. Um, or what was the song I that might listen to in West Coast? You know, every song, the one song that gets me every time that I, I just want to like start partying when it comes on is California Love. California Love, yeah. I mean, it's my native song. I hear it and then I'm like, yep, yep, roll the windows down. Da, 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 Glass to I just know melodies. It feels so good as soon as it comes on. Hey, Maritza's here! Yay! <laughs> okay, oh, California love. What's show business to you? What's show business to Kenneth? Ooh, um, show business to me is mm, uh, the most patient hustle ever. It requires mm. so much patience. Most patient yeah. hustle ever. I mean, I've been doing it for like 20 years now. I've seen people who uh, are just naturally gifted. They don't need to be patient. Everything comes to them, and then maybe they disappear. And then I've also seen the hard workers that wait 10 years before they get their breaks, and they stay consistent. Yeah. So I've seen it all, and it just makes me go, oh, yeah. You know, sometimes you are busy for a year, and sometimes you're dry for a year. Mm-hmm. And you, you, it's a relationship. So show business is a relationship. Show business is a relationship. You are. You feel <laughs> uh, Glory moment. What's a glory moment for you in show business? Hmm. Um... As an adult, the doing um, what's it, ten and eleven, eleven uh, tours for New Kids on the Block has been a glory That helped me buy a house. Yes, that helped me, you know, uh, uh, understand a, a better um, perspective of loyalty and growth and change yes. and um, sacrifice. And um, I mean. Uh, it's not a dance job per se, but it's a job that requires everything of my knowledge and background to help um, make it look so effortless and so easy. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, having a, a, an artist that is dedicated and loyal to me for 12 years and 11 tours is so rare that in the industry. That is rare and a blessing. It's know? a blessing. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a miracle. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so cool. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, the... I never thought I didn't connect with their music growing up right. and I was always waiting like oh when am I going to choreograph for Beyonce and right, when am I right. going to but the universe presents you your path and mm-hmm. you can um, fight it accept it or you know um, change it do what you want but for me I accepted it and it's been so cool working with humble talented grown ass men who aren't uh, you know uh, crazy and they work hard and um, and that whole thing is rare it's just rare to be on a job where you feel appreciated. Huh. You get paid right. You get treated well, and they call you back. Oh my god! <laughs> here, here! Shout out to See, I was a fan. I knew all the songs. I had. I was. I was like. I was always like. You know, the black girl 
in the, you know, with all the, with the white girl kids and with my new kids on the block t-shirt, you know what I mean? So I was so excited. Well, you already know because when you invited me to the concert, I was like, look, you better introduce me to Don. You remember? <laughs> and you did! And it was a dream come true. So your dream come true paid it forward to other people's dreams come true. But I wanted to speak on, you said something that I thought was really fascinating. You said it wasn't a dance job per se. And I'd like to say it was a dance job. And I feel like people don't know what they sign up for. Most dancers come in here thinking they're going to dance, dance, dance. But how many times do you realize eight times out of ten? They don't really get to dance, dance, dance yeah. when they get on the job. It's everything yeah. else but the dance. Can you kind of speak to that a little? Yeah, I mean, it's just like life. There's always one, like, um, maybe three things are working, one thing isn't. <laughs> right. So you give and take. So sometimes we accept, like, as a dancer, you accept the job going, okay, I get to dance, dance. However, I'm not treated that well. Mm-hmm. The camp's kind of messy. I'm going to be paid late. But I get to dance, dance. And as a choreographer, I, I'm thinking, like, oh, I can't really express all I have to offer on New Kids on the Block. Um, however, I get treated well. There's respect and, and everyone communicates well and we get paid on time and and it's a it's an honest like environment and that's rare. So oh. you can pick and choose and, and some people are real thick skinned mm-hmm. and they can be in a crazy environment and not be bothered. But I'm like an empath. So yes. I get yeah. I get when I when I see somebody upset or when I see things not working well or when I see solutions mm-hmm. for, I, I I can't help but want to step in and fix it and change the energy and that can be out of place That's in the right. entertainment industry. So you know, you start to learn how you what kind of jobs you can roll with. You killed it for on that one. Um what do you think was a hell non hell non moment? Like hell non moment, I'm done moment, and then I'm back moment. Ooh. <laughs> um, you know, let's we see all kind of go through those. That yeah. dip, and then we're like, we're back. And I'd love for you to speak to the listeners about that. Uh, I want to say, like, okay, so, you know, um, if it takes you 10 years to be a dancer, it's going to take you 20 years to be a successful choreographer. It's twice as long, uh, yeah. twice as small. Right. So, For me, um, sometimes when you care more about the job than they care about you, it can backfire at you. So I've been with artists where I'm giving it my all, and then they want to go a different direction. Yes. And it really hurt. It used to hurt. So then it got to a place where I was like, oh, okay, I have more to offer than putting all my energy into somebody that, uh, you know, you don't know if they're putting their energy back to you or right. if they just want to move on to what's hot. It, it's fine. Absolutely. But um, there was time, a time when I, I um, like, in a weird way, got let go from an artist, but they didn't really tell me. But there was another choreographer on set at the same time. And I just mm-hmm. sat there watching, like, I should walk off this job right now because right. this is really disrespectful. Absolutely. And then and, and I was like, you know what, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna just going to wait this through because that was weird. Mm-hmm. So um, I did that. And then uh, and then after that, I thought, I'm going to go to school. And I remember telling you, like, I'm going to go to school. I'm yes. Go to school. I'm too smart for this. Yeah. And then as soon as you let go, something else happens. Something else and you're right good. Yeah. yeah. So that was the closure of that. So what, when did you say I'm back? I'm back moment. Mm. I think once you get your um, your grounding again, once you like feel like um, I'm happy regardless of the things that come come by, I'm just happy. Like I'm consistent and mm. grateful. And then you get to that place, and the jobs are just extra. And that's when you feel like you're back. Oh my God, I needed to hear that because it's interesting because we always think there's a certain thing that happens or something that we got booked yeah. to make you feel like I'm back. But really, I'm yeah. back is I don't need those things yeah. anymore. Yeah, I'm back is like in your inside. 
And then once you're stable inside, anything else that comes just an extra blessing, you're like, okay, cool, that's great, but that has nothing to do with me. That, you guys, that is that's real talk right there. I'm back does have doesn't have anything to do with the jobs. I'm back is your back inside, so you can deal with everything that is coming in this business crazy yeah. business. I love that, Kevin. <laughs> Um, okay, great. We're going to move right into a game segment. Right? Okay, the okay. game segment is called Whatever It Is You Like. Okay. Okay, so you get to choose and you can't go middle ground. Okay. So people are like, I'm in the middle. I'm like, not on this show. All right. <laughs> on this good. show, we're going. Okay, great. Annoying vegan, crazy meat eater. Crazy meat eater. All right. On that stage, behind those scenes. Uh, on that stage. Oh, wow. Oh, I like that. You put the sing and single or you married as hell? Married as hell. Yes, you are. So married as hell gets an extra little few things. Okay. So you're going to go and you're going to tell me something about your baby relationship, something old, something new, something borrowed, something new. <laughs> so something okay. old in your relationship. Something old in my relationship. Um, we had our first kiss in the West Hollywood Park. Oh, Where my God. Something new. <laughs> Something new. We're going to Hawaii next week. To look Shut for up. Uh, hey, this is called hateration. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Something borrowed. Borrowed. Um, let's see. I borrowed. We borrowed um, money from his parents for our home renovation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Hell yeah. And something blue. Something blue. Um, be the color or the emotion. Uh, well, I dyed my hair blue this week, but you I sure had did. left over green, so it came out purple. <laughs> yeah. Okay, hip hop or house junkie, 90s R&B all day, rock and roll dude, old town country head. <laughs> it's one. It's one of these. It's one of these. It, 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 um, what was the first two? Hip hop or house junkie. Those it, it used to be hip hop, but now I'm house junkie. What? That's right, because yeah. you, you go, now you go to the festivals that have the music that I don't know their songs. How do you know the, How do you discover music? You're someone who I love. I used to be like, I wish you could just make a Spotify playlist and I could just listen to it. Like, how do you discover and put all those, put everything um, together? You really find songs and artists that. It's like, a, um, uh, you know, some people read or, or they go exercise. For me, I'll take hours to find new music. And I'll have, like, my separated playlist, like summer playlist, winter playlist, chill playlist, uh, uh, TBT playlist. Uh, wow. And then and then it always has, like, a, you know, a, a little part of where I'm going, which is, like, maybe I'll take an old 702 song, but now it's a house remix. And so then then that's what inspires me. Um, so there's still that old hip-hop, but, but for me... Um, uh, house music combined with hip hop is more freeing than than how I felt uh, about house music before or hip hop before. Wow, I love that. Um, and then, how do you think that it's um, affected or contributed to your choreography? Because now I feel like I mean, you've always been very diverse when you teach class or uh -huh. you choreograph, and you never know. It's one of those, you know, box of chocolates with Kevin. You never know what you're going to get. You know what I mean? So, but I do. I have noticed that. Lately, some of the it's been like house influence. Yeah. Has that influence? Has now that you have evolved into going from hip hop to house, has that influenced your choreography? Yeah, when I first started, it was uh, you know a lot of track called Quest and Missy and things that were just true hip hop. And then as I continued on, I f I just fell in love with what feels good and a groove and it doesn't have to have any lyrics mm. and then the, the instruments make you feel things and then that's where house music took over and there's, there's artists who combine the two very well um, and DJs who combine the two very well yeah. but 
Um, for me, the freedom of not having as many boundaries and not having um, as uh, I don't know, just 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 being able to uh, uh, take that freedom into movement um, for me is now more in house music. What's your favorite artist you're listening to right now, or a couple of them that we don't know that maybe some listeners can listen, look and look into? Uh, well, a good combination of hip hop and house is uh, Channel Chris. Who I love. I like Toro Imoy. Um, I like Big Gigantic. Um, so all you music heads out there, be listening to it because yeah. Kevin's giving you the giving <laughs> you that that new I'm new a, right there. I'm a diehard um, Little Dragon fan. Um, like Flying Lotus. Um, but, but, you know, uh, I went to go see Janet Jackson last week and I yes. had the best time of my life. But when I saw Missy on the VMAs, I yes. felt all the love that I had for dance as a dancer watching Absolutely. that again. Absolutely. So it's all there. It just evolves and then you can't fight the, you know, I don't want to be where I'm stuck listening to a 90s playlist in my car because I can't move on. So I, I just got to keep exploring. <laughs> going with flow. Sorry to everybody who's there. I love it. I love it. No, but you continue to move forward. Um, Artist crush, celebrity crush. Ooh, celebrity crush. Um, um, I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think uh, off the top of my head. It's the guy from um, that was in um, True Blood, Joe. Uh, he dates Sofia Vergara now. Joe, something with an M. He used to be a. Say who, who is it? Joe Maganella? Yeah, Joe uh, Maganella. Yeah, he gets a pass. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> All right. Favorite artist you've worked with? Ooh, favorite artist. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see here. Actually, I really enjoyed um, working with uh, Leah Women. I love working with J-Lo and Madonna. Wow. They, they both try and like test me a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And I love that, that shit. I, I, te- I test them right back and I accept the challenge and then pass it and then I, I show them that I'm smart. And then as soon as they get that you get it, you get verified, you get checked. And then all of a sudden they let you in. And then, and then they trust you and then they're asking your opinion. Absolutely. And so it's really nice to have somebody else who's experienced and smart and talented kind of test you and then you pass and then and then you get to vibe with them yeah, I mean so. you're in your in cut too it's J-Lo and Madonna <laughs> <laughs> not you know not you know barbs and slurs no. you know it's like oh no you know yeah. that's the real ones when you get they know what they want yes, yeah, they, know, exactly. they know who they want to mess with so yeah, if you yeah. can pass their uh, you know criteria it feels good yeah Leo women too right yeah yeah <laughs> um, okay worst artist you've worked with uh, and what people are doing some people are like ah they're saying the name like ding, 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 and some are like I'd rather not say so it's it's an open space here um well not it's, I haven't had like any terrible experiences I've just had like poor attitudes and work ethics um both uh let's see have a last name that starts with B okay and, and wow. both of them just didn't give a shit in rehearsal mm. and also didn't want to feel embarrassed. So dance rehearsal, when, when, when a dance rehearsal isn't a safe space for a dance artist, mm-hmm. it's a bad thing yeah. because then there's nothing you can do that's going to make them feel good. You step to the right, they don't want to step to the right. Uh, you step yeah. to the left, now they don't want to step to the left. They want to change this, change that, but now they don't want to do it. And you just get into a place where you realize you can't make them happy. And then you're like a, a, a clown, or like a you know prostitute. You're like, yeah, oh, this, yeah. do you like this? Do you like this? How about this? What about this? I'm a salesman. <laughs> right. like, I came here to, to share my perspective, and if you don't want to learn that, that's cool. But 
you don't have to, you know, give that energy. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the only bad thing yeah. is when when you can feel when you're excited and you're hyped, mm-hmm. and then the artist gives you the dry energy. Yeah, that's and, the worst. And nothing you can do, and they're just they're just there to mess with you. you they have nothing to do with you. Absolutely. Whatever they're going through, yeah. but they give you all the bad energy. And that yeah. Sucks. Oh, that totally sucks. Um, okay, show business. Is it worth it? It's worth it if you love it. Anything's worth it if you love it. I love it. If you fall out of love with it, then maybe it's time to go. And gotcha. if ultimately, it's, it's like whatever makes you happy. If if, if it makes you happy to teach yoga, then teach yoga. And, it, and there's still the politics in there. Yeah. If it makes you happy to you know, own a restaurant, there's still politics in there. So you got to find what it is you don't like about show business mm-hmm. and make sure that before you give it up, it, you're not going to find that same thing in another field. Um, because right. if you work that hard to be in it this long, then, you know, it, it's just like you got to put in work like any relationship. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, for me, it's... Uh, it's a lot of give and take and a lot of balance and uh, I love it so it's worth it I love that um, last moment what do you want to leave our, our listeners with okay Ooh, um, maybe uh, for me um, in this whole industry I haven't ever uh, like I don't feel like I was born to do it I feel like I learned how to maneuver in it and all the formulas and work my way to it yeah so for all of those people who didn't start off naturally gifted and dancing out of the womb there is a place for you i love that yeah. okay what's next what's now and what's next for Ken what's now um i'm taking like a two-week break from dance great that's my relationship yeah i know that i need a two-week break mm-hmm. and then i start back and then i have like some passion projects great. uh working on uh what it's going to be my own show Love and it. then I have start back with teaching and some industry jobs so right. I get a little break right now can you just, get a little hint of what the show the, the basis or just a, a, a little hint a it's little like hint. Um, it's like uh, from a perspective where you uh, like an adult perspective where you can get so comfortable in your personal life mm-hmm. that you can make jokes or laugh or have a sense of humor into having sex I'm excited <laughs> Email him, folks. <laughs> K Maher 56, and I love you so much. I love Ladies you too. and gentlemen, Congrats. Kevin Maher. Yay! <laughs>